Welcome, everybody, to episode number 23 of the Be Healed podcast. I'm your host, Steve Hannett. And as always, I'm excited to be with you. And today, I'm especially excited because we're going to be talking about not giving up. And I pray that this episode is going to be a boost of encouragement into your life. God knows that sometimes we feel like giving up, and sometimes we feel like throwing the towel in and not even continuing to pursue healing. But I'm here to tell you, don't do it. Don't give up. Don't relent. Because God, our Father, is faithful. And I believe that someone needs this message today because you're not going to give up and you're going to get God's best and his healing is going to break through. For those who are new to the podcast, I want to welcome you to the family. I want to encourage you to subscribe and to make sure that you share this with someone that you know needs it. I praise God for his word. I praise God for his faithfulness. And I believe that you are going to be encouraged by this episode. God bless you. Before we jump into the message today, I want to invite you to visit stevehannett.com. And when you do so, you're going to be presented with a screen that will enable you to get a free gift. And we're giving away a featured uh, chapter of Unleashing Heaven's Breath, which is the most recent book that I wrote. It's all about how to release the supernatural power of God from the Word of God. So make sure you get this free gift. Just go to stevehannett.com and you can grab that. Just put the information in there and immediately you'll have a PDF available for you to download. It chronicles how I was personally healed of cancer. And I know it's going to be a source of encouragement. And it fits today's broadcast perfectly because today is about not giving up. And sometimes we feel like giving up. And I'm telling you, don't do it. From the Spirit of God, He would say, do not give up. There are many times in which our emotions sometimes get the better of us. But these are the times when we need to have our faith break through. I want to tell you many times when someone is sick, not feeling well, you may feel the realities of fatigue. You may feel the realities of pain. The symptoms may persist. The devil constantly feeding you fears. What if, what if, what if? But this is not a time to retreat. This is a time to get aggressive. God wants you to get aggressive. He wants you to get uh, more determined to say, Lord, I will not let go of you until you bless me. That's what Jacob did in the book of Genesis. He said, I won't let go until you bless me. And that kind of attitude is the attitude that God wants. There were times that Abraham was uh, believing God for this son to come from Sarah, but he faltered and it, it was because he had to wait a long time and he got discouraged and 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 he he was saying to God, you know, oh, the only one in my house is this servant I have. But continuously, God would encourage him. He would bring his word. He would reiterate, repeat the, the word, the promise, the covenant that he had. And Abraham, though he was 75 when he got the promise, he was about 100 years old when he actually got the provision and got his son. Now, I don't want that to discourage you that you have to wait that long for your healing, but yet I believe it should encourage us that God is faithful. God is faithful. And you want to 
keep that reality in front of you all the time. Because while you're growing your faith to get that healing, while you're contending with the enemy and darkness against healing, you need to know that God is faithful. It's part of who he is, and the Bible describes that he cannot deny himself. When the Apostle Paul was writing his spiritual son Timothy in his second letter, chapter 2, he was speaking about this truth, and he said in verse 11, this is a faithful saying, for if we died with him, we shall also live with him. If we endure, we shall also reign with him. If we deny him, he also will deny us. If we are faithless, he remains faithful. He cannot deny himself. The scripture goes on to describe that God cannot even lie. It says powerfully in the Old Testament, in the book of Numbers, chapter 23, verse 19, it says, God is not a man that he should lie, nor a son of man that he should repent. Has he said it, and will he not do it? Or has he spoken, and will he not make it good? Well, we know the answer to the question. The Bible is very clear that God shall do it because God cannot lie. He doesn't need to repent because whatever he says, he does. Now, sometimes there are situations when it looks like he's not going to do what he said, but it doesn't matter. He will do what he said. Can I bring to your remembrance the story, the history of Israel when God said he would deliver them from Egypt and they left? with all the gold, and not one of them was feeble or weak or sick. But then they were in between the Red Sea and the Egyptian army chasing after them. But what happened? God split the Red Sea. God is always in the business of being faithful, always. And you can't give up when you know that God cannot lie. The Bible says in 1 Samuel, in chapter 15, verse 29, it says, basically it says, also the glory of Israel will not lie or change his mind, for he is not a man that he should change his mind. Hebrews chapter 6, verse 18, describes that it is impossible for God to lie. In Psalm 89, verse 35, the scripture says, once I have sworn by my holiness, I will not lie to David. Well, the importance of that is God was making covenant. And when God makes covenant, he does not lie. And so I want to present to you this idea that if you believe that God is good, if your faith is able to bring to that level just to receive that God is good, then you need to believe that God cannot lie. If you believe that God is holy, and that he is without sin, then you must believe that he cannot lie. So how can you give up on a promise of God if he can't lie? If he has said it, he will do it. And he has said it in his word that by his stripes we are healed. So the encouragement is that not only do we have an unchanging, immutable promise, we have a God who is faithful and he will come through. Now, there is a level of faith that will believe God 
for some things that he will do in the future. But this is a different kind of faith because we're believing God for something that has already happened. Think of it. The Bible teaches that Jesus Christ has already died on the cross. He has already been crucified. He has already suffered, died, and has been buried. He has already been risen from the dead on the third day. He is already seated at the right hand of the Father. Folks, this is something that has already happened. And all who now come to him, come to him receiving forgiveness of sins because the work on the cross has already happened. The sacrifice for the payment of our sins has already been offered. It's finished. It's the finished work of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. So when we're coming to God and we're asking for forgiveness of sins, we're not asking God for hoping that he will provide forgiveness of sins. No, we're simply by faith receiving what he has already done on the cross. And if you've listened to previous messages of the Be Healed podcast, you'll know that Isaiah chapter 53 contains the promise that the work of healing has already been done. And Isaiah 53 teaches that Jesus Christ was beaten and he suffered for the chastisement of our peace. That Jesus Christ stripes the lines that the whips made on his back, that by those stripes, we are healed. It says in Isaiah chapter 53, by whose stripes we are healed. Now, First Peter chapter 2 goes even further and describes the finished work, and this is what Peter writes in his letter in verse 24. It says, who himself, talking about Jesus, bore our sins in his own body on the tree that we, having died to sins, might live for righteousness by whose stripes you were healed. Not will be healed, but were healed. In other words, as a believer in Jesus, you've already been made right to Christ. You've already been reconciled to God. The chastisement of your peace has already been put on Jesus, and healing is already provided and is yours already. That's why we can't give up. How can we give up on something that has already been provided? I can understand if someone would lose hope, believing, well, I don't know if God is going to do something. But brothers and sisters, we need to be persuaded of what was accomplished on the cross, what was accomplished on the tree. Those two pieces of wood, they declare that God has come in the flesh in Jesus Christ. They declare that God's grace has already been shed on the cross for us. And so we should not give up on something that already has been provided. We need to believe God for what has been provided, so don't lose hope. Yes, maybe your prayer has not come to fruition yet. Maybe you've not seen the completeness of it come yet. But did you know that God is faithful? 
if he can't deny himself and he's already done the work, you should hold on to those promises of God no matter what. Sometimes when we're growing in our faith, sometimes when we're overcoming our doubt, sometimes when we're wrestling with a very strong attack of the enemy, we need to persevere. We need to press through. And that's what faith does. When things get difficult, faith says, okay, I'm going to kick it up a notch. I'm going to read, study, agree, confess, profess, declare. I'm going after this all the more. When you get discouraged, it's like a disease that enters the mind and the heart. It begins to see everything through a lens of defeat. But do not be defeated. Do not accept that. You are a beloved child of God with promises that have been made to you, and you shall hold them, you shall cling to them, and you shall not depart from them no matter what. I want to tell you too many people give up in the 11th hour. What about Mary and Martha? <laughs> they, their brother died, and he was dead for four days. Now, you may or may not know this, but there's an interesting piece of information historically about the time frame of four days. You see, the Jews during that time would wait three days to declare someone truly dead because they knew of a condition that a person may appear dead, but be revived and come back from that condition because they weren't actually dead. And so they would not seal a tomb or declare the person being dead until the fourth day. Yes, Jesus waited to go to the tomb to raise Lazarus from the dead, not on the third day when men could have said, well, it was that condition. It wasn't Jesus. No, Jesus went on the fourth day, the day when all hope of mankind would have been gone. And this is the reality, that our hope is often attached to time frames. But if you look at John chapter 11, verse 11, this is what Jesus said. These things he said, and after that he said to them, Our friend Lazarus sleeps, but I go that I may wake him up. Do you know that Jesus already declared the resurrection of Lazarus before he ever even showed up at the site of the tomb, before he ever met Mary and Martha, before he said to uh, open and take away the stone, Jesus said, I am going to wake him up. The decision for the resurrection of Lazarus already took place. Could you imagine if they gave up because they didn't see it right away? Before Jesus got there, they would close up shop and say, everything's finished. Let's just accept the circumstances. I want to tell you, don't base your hope on some uh, immediacy of time frame. Base your hope on what Jesus said that he has decided to do, what the Father has already decided to do. And what is that? To heal you. That's why the Father sent Jesus. That's why he's dying on the cross. That's why by his stripes, we are healed. So people who are sick 
shouldn't give up and 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 keep the the stone there in front of the tomb. No, they should know that God is on his way. And this is a very encouraging thing because uh, you know Jesus said in verse 39, "Take away the stone." Martha, the sister of him who was dead, said to him, "Lord, by this time there is a stench, for he has been dead for days." Verse 40 comes. Jesus said to her, "Did I not say to you that if you would believe, you would see the glory of God. I want to tell you, even though Jesus was there, even though his presence was physically there, Martha was still moving with a mindset that says we shouldn't remove the stone because after four days, it's going to smell. But Jesus said, I want you to look away at circumstances. I want you to believe. Can you feel it? Can you hear it? Jesus is contending for her hope, and she winds up putting her hope in Jesus because Jesus said, did I not say to you that if you would believe, you would see the glory of God? Let me speak to the order of this. He said, did I not say to you that if you would believe, that comes first, you would see, that comes second. Don't base your faith on what you see. Don't give up on what you see. Don't give up because of what you see. Believe in what God has said. Believe in what you've heard more than in what you see. Believe more in what you hear of the Word of God more than what you feel in your body. In verse 43, it says, Now, when he had said these things, he cried out with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth! Praise God, Lazarus. The Bible says in verse 44, And he who had died came out bound hand and foot with grave clothes, and his face was wrapped with a cloth. Jesus said to them, Loose him and let him go. How can we give up? When we know that Jesus Christ cries out, Lazarus, come forth. To me, that tells me that the word of God, when released, will change our hopelessness. The word of God will reverse hopelessness. The word of God will destroy discouragement. It will dismantle discouragement. And I want to tell you that your discouragement is not from God. It does not come from God's faithfulness. It comes from Satan's accusations of falsehood and his lies and your natural training. But I'm telling you that even though Lazarus was dead, even though they had no hope, even though it was four days, that man came out bound hand and foot. He was walking in grave clothes. I want to ask you right now, you who are listening to this, you who may have thought I'm going to give up on being healed, are you better or worse than Lazarus's condition? Ah, yes, you're better than Lazarus's condition. Lazarus was dead for four days. You're still breathing. You're still listening. There's still life in your body. I tell you, it should be easier for us to have hope, to have hope 
in being healed in our situation than it would be for Lazarus's. But nevertheless, God's word came through because they opened up that tomb. It was their job to take away the stone. The Bible doesn't say that Jesus took away the stone. The Bible told those around him to take away the stone. It takes faith to take away the stone. I believe that stone represents the supposed um, permanency of the situation. It's the time in which we give up and say, it's finished. The fate is sealed. But Jesus said, remove that stone. Remove that symbol of finality of this situation. I'm going to speak to you and I'm going to tell you, dear child of God, do not give up. You are not finished. God is not finished. Your faith is not finished. This is an hour when you can grow, develop your faith, develop your intimacy with the Lord Jesus Christ. Your victory is coming because he already got it. He already provided it. You're just in a process of crossing that finish line. Don't stop. Don't give up. Don't listen to other voices to say, there's no more need to trouble the master. Oh, no, no, no. Jesus said, believe and you shall see the glory of God. There may be some who will tell you it's too late. I'm here to tell you that's a lie. For those who believe, it's never too late. Let not your faith fail. Let not your faith give up. The Bible says in Hebrews that they inherited the promises of God through faith and patience. God is doing a work in you, and you're growing and you're developing. And I want you to know that God's best is always there for you. So don't give up. Don't give in. In fact, right now, make a declaration right now that you will not give up. If you have even thought of suicide, I say to you there is no need to end your life when Jesus Christ is our hope and he is alive. There is hope for you. There is hope for you because Jesus is for you. I pray right now that you'll declare, God, I renew my commitment. I turn away from thinking that this is hopeless. I will cling to your word. I declare that you are not a man that you should lie. I declare that you are good and you cannot lie. I receive this truth, God. Go ahead and tell him. I receive this truth, God. I receive this truth that you are a faithful God. Go ahead and tell him, I receive that you died on the cross already, that you already suffered with my sickness and my sin on the cross. Tell him, I, I believe God that it's already there for me and I lay hold of it until my breakthrough. I hold the truth until the breakthrough. Go ahead and tell the enemy, put him on notice and tell him, I will not listen to your voice of discouragement. I will not yield to your voice of lies. I stand strong in the word of God. I stand resilient and I stand with my face set for the prize that God has for me. 
go ahead and make declaration that your life shall be a testimony, a witness of the faithfulness of God, that even when things get tough, your faith will prevail. That's what faith is. When circumstances say no, faith says yes. When circumstances say give up, faith says hold on. When doubt says there's no more hope, faith says we haven't even yet begun. The most glorious, wonderful things are coming. You can go ahead and receive that healing right now as I'm praying. Lord, I declare, Father, in the now, Lord, that healing come now, that, Lord, we receive it now. Lord, we rebuke all hopelessness now. And, Lord, we say to that sickness, we say to that disease, depart in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We tell that pain, leave now in the name of Jesus Christ. In the authority of the one who died, I command your sickness, leave your body from the very root. I command it to depart in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Wow, I have so enjoyed this episode to be a source of encouragement in your life. I want you to grab it. Amen. I believe that people have received their healing right now. I want to encourage again to go to stevehannett.com where you can get a free featured chapter of my book, Unleashing Heaven's Breath. It's completely free. Just go to stevehannett.com and you'll be presented on the screen with a box that you can put your information and it will immediately send you the PDF and you're going to get encouraged. Read it. It's my personal story that God took me through with me being healed of cancer. I know it's going to be another injection of faith and hope into your life. I pray you've been blessed by this. Again, follow this podcast. Don't miss an episode. Get on our mailing list. Join the community of those that have made the decision. God, we will not stop until your best is operating in our life. I pray the Lord bless you and keep you. And I look forward to talking with you next week and continuing to bring more truth so that you may be healed. Thank you for listening to the Be Healed podcast today. I'd love to connect with you on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Steve Hannett. And you can get a lot of our latest information and announcements there. Also, would love for you to know about our TV program called The Miraculous Life. It airs on Sid Roth's It's Supernatural Network, also known as ISN. You can go to their website. You can download the app ISN on your phone and you can listen to it also on our YouTube channel. Just go to youtube.com forward slash Steve Hannett. There's amazing teachings and testimonies of God's power healing people and breaking through. Truly, he calls us to live in his grace and peace. Well, until next week, may Jesus Christ lead you, guide you, and establish you in the fullness of his grace and power. Be sure to share this podcast with someone who you know it will bless and I look forward to talking with you next week. God bless you. Be Healed is a production of Every House, a church network whose mission is to contribute to the work of the Great Commission by reaching the lost, establishing churches, 
and cultivating leaders throughout the world. If you'd like to give a tax-deductible gift to support this ministry, simply visit our website at stevehannett.com and click the Donate button. We thank you in advance for your prayer and support.